It seems today that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. Yeah, if we care. I, don't, I really don't like Rocky Horror Picture Show. It doesn't show. matter if you like it. We still have to do the references. I want it erased from the canon. <laughs> Take it out. Get rid of it. Destroy Rocky Mountain Get Picture Show. Get rid of show. it. <laughs> Rocky Mountain. <laughs> Is that not what it's called? <laughs> Rocky Horror. Oh. My bad. <laughs> That's okay. That's it. You know, it happens. What do happen? It do happen. Alright, so... Now that that's off my chest, I guess I will start the episode. And the episode is starting now. Welcome. Welcome to the Family Guy Funny Cast. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Can I do that? (laughs) Can I do a Fat Albert? I don't know. I mean, obviously I can do it, but (laughs) is it allowed? I think it's... Why? I don't, I don't know. You know, we'll we'll ask the internet. <laughs> we'll later. Bill himself. But yeah, this is the Family Guy Funny Cast, the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. I'd write Bill Cosby a letter, but he's gone blind. Yeah, you couldn't read it. Rest in peace, kid. He's, he's just got some milky white where his eyeballs should be. <laughs> That's so fucked up. How does it even happen? Like what? What has gone wrong to make your eyes milky white? Uh, sometimes it's cataracts. Damn. But when it's not, I don't know. Maybe he just spilled some too much milk on his eyes. Yeah, he went in for lunch at the at the prison, <laughs> and they were serving milk that day, and he tripped, and he had two straws in his carton, <laughs> and when he tripped those, he, there was a straw for each eye, and they just sucked it back in. <laughs> Right through his eye, sucked up all the milk. Right through his eye, sucked that milky. And it's just trapped in there, because once, once you pierce the eye, pierce the eye, it kind of scars over. And there's just no getting in there without intensive eye surgery, so he's just got milky eye forever. Damn. Dude, eye damage seems like the worst thing ever. In, like, fifth grade... No, it was, it was later. I think it was, like, eighth grade... Uh, one of our teachers had, like, mm-hmm. eye surgery, and she gave us all the gruesome details, and I ain't been Ew. right since. Yeah, one of my college professors, uh, I think, I don't remember, but sure, no, maybe it was a high school teacher way back when. Doesn't fucking matter. Um, her husband had, like, her, her, or his eye, I think the, the iris or whatever was coming loose, like, it was drifting. Oh. And so, yeah, he had to get his, he had to get really fucking disgusting eye surgery. Then he just had to lay there and not, not move his eyes for like a week Jeez. straight. I think that happened to my stepmom too. Now that I think <laughs> about it, she had something. What? Up? And she had eye surgery. And I just found out one day. I was like, oh fuck, that kind of sucks. What I always wonder about eyes it's is gross. if you were to like, like cut one, would it like pop or would it just sort of like? You know, like, would it, like, pop open, or would it, like, sort of be, like, a grape, almost? You get what I'm saying? Where, like, there's some leakage, but it mostly maintains its structure? Mm-hmm. I think, and I'm not gonna Google this, it's kind of, like, half-solidified jello, you know? Okay. So, once it's out of the socket, it kind of loses its rigidity, 
and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. And yeah, yeah, all that that cartoon trope of getting your eyes knocked out and they're hanging by the the little gangly parts. It's all true. That's a myth. Oh. I mean, it's it is true for a little bit, but once they're out of the socket, you just kind of have these this drooping red flesh string out of your eye sockets and then like just some like white slime Ugh. hanging on. Anyway, this is the Family Guy Funny Cast, episode twenty-two, where we're talking about not only Eye Goop and Bill Cosby's Milky Eye, but the episode "Damn It, Janet," season two, episode fifteen. Woo woo! Uh, if you didn't notice, or if you didn't know this before, I'm Sean. Not- I'm not Sean. That's Sean. I'm Sean. <laughs> yeah, no. Earlier we did a little Freaky Friday thing, and I'm still not over it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what if we could do a little Freaky Friday thing when we're playing Dodo? We can just, like, swap roles real quick. I mean, we could do that if you just let me play Carrie. <laughs> no, I can, I, I can only play Carrie in mid. I'm not that good. And that is American Zoomer selfishness at its core right there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'd like to win the games we play. Instead of me going, hmm, how do I ward? I'm sorry, I can't be him. <laughs> Sorry, I can't play every role. I'm not a pro. I'm not a pro either. Damn. I'm just middle of the road. I think we're probably below middle, to be honest. Well, there's eight ranks, and I'm the fourth one. Is that true? Well, that's where I'm getting um, placed in my ranked games. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I am almost average. Hell yeah. Alright, well, anyway... Speaking of an episode, or speaking of average, this was an average episode, uh, but yeah, so let's let's give the plot line. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So Stewie is sent to daycare in order to help make him socialize with kids better. Lois is bored with all the new free time and wants a part-time job. Peter suggests she gets a job as a flight attendant because Quagmire told him their husbands fly for free. Stewie gets a crush on a kid named Janet and starts singing for her. Peter is enjoying the free flights, but Lois hates the job. The plane gets hijacked while Lois and Peter are stuck in the bathroom. Janet gets cookies from another kid. Eventually, Stewie realizes she was just using him for cookies. Peter and Lois end up stuck in Cuba for two weeks after the hijacking was uh, thwarted. But they have to wait there while their passports come in. But instead of waiting for two weeks, they go to the black market and get on a refugee raft home to America. And that's the episode. They were in Cuba, right? Yeah, they were in Cuba. That's what you said? Okay. I don't know why... I don't don't know. Never mind. (laughs) I don't know why I thought they were somewhere else. Because they were relying heavily on the... The Cubans get here by taking a raft trope. Yeah. All the gusanos come over to America in a raft. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how Italians got here originally. (laughs) Just one big raft from the older country. One big uh, ravioli. <laughs> it's. I'll take that back to the shop. Anyway, the point is, Italians had a funny raft. It's true, dude. I just got an email that Halo Three's on PC. Holy shit! What? Again? Again? Yeah, they added it for the second time. Fuck yes. Yeah, but anyway, um, I didn't think this episode was that good. It wasn't really that funny. Yeah, I don't... 
like it's not super offensive. Yeah, there's nothing bad about it. Like there's nothing really offensive um either term. I mean, I guess the only thing that was a bit off color was um when they had like the Arab guy who was clearly speaking something that wasn't Arabic. Like it sounded almost like an Indian dude. Yeah, that was a little sus. But I mean, Seth, I'm not saying I'm not going to justify this, but like you know, 9/11 just happened. Um, that was probably one of the uh, more respectful portrayals of an Arab in media. Yeah. Well, when did this episode air? Oh yeah, maybe 9/11 hadn't happened. No, dude, it had to. Holy shit. No, June ter- June 13th, 2000. What? We're still in pre 9/11. Days. So they had a hijacking. And an Arab on the plane, but this was not, oh my god, this was not in connection to 9-11. No, and it, it, it was just like a white guy hijacking the yeah, plane, true. too, so. Wow. Wow. They're predicting 9-11. Yeah, white guys did it. Mm-hmm. George Bush and everything. Dude. I I, I just wish Seth MacFarlane got on that plane and stopped 9-11. Yeah. How do you think he would have done it? Do you think he would have done some... He would... Do you think he would have pulled out some intense fighting moves? Like, uh, yeah, like... everyone on this show knows how to do during a giant chicken fight, or... I think I think he would have just done... Oh, yeah, yeah, he would have done a cutaway gag. Um, he'd be like, hey, that's just like that one time I stopped that terrorist attack. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, cutaway to 9-11, and he's just beating the <laughs> shit out of them. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to add to that because just the picture, the mental image of Seth doing that in real life, <laughs> like walking up to a terrorist and setting up a cutaway gag, <laughs> is just. Just imagine me doing the Italian chef kiss. Yeah, and he'd have like really exaggerated moves. He'd hit, he'd hit the first terrorist with this like really exaggerated wind up punch. Uh, he'd probably like pull out nunchucks at one point. Oh, yeah, you know he always has that motherfucking thing on him. God, I should start bringing nunchucks to school. Is that allowed? <laughs> like, No, I think those are actually classified as deadly weapons. I, I don't think anyone has been killed with nunchucks in the last 400 years. You say I don't, that. No, let me clarify. I don't think anyone has been murdered with nunchucks. I'm sure someone has accidentally killed themselves trying to master the okay, nunchucks. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like you say that, but I'm just gonna watch you take nunchucks to school and then you start spinning them around, showing off to like your roommate or something, and then you just whack yourself in the head in the wrong spot and fall dead. Okay, my, my bad. No one has been killed with nunchucks in the last 13 years. A 15 year old boy was tragically killed with nunchucks back oh, in no. 2007. Ricky Butler, oh, 15, no. was attacked you... outside the Pimps and Hookers themed to get together in the early hours. What? How, how many pimps are out there carrying nunchucks? <laughs> I don't know. Or hookers. Oh, it was a 16-year-old boy. Oh, he thought he probably thought he was the coolest guy ever carrying on those nunchucks. I know I would have. Damn. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that was the last guy who'd been killed by nunchucks. That we know of. Wait. Actually, this might be the oh. same story. I'm not sure. 
It happened again. No, uh, no, this is the same story they just reported about a year later in England. So yeah, yeah. Remembering the stupid American boy who killed himself with nunchucks. No, he was murdered by nunchucks. Remembering the stupid American boy who was murdered by nunchucks. Rest in peace. Who did it to him? Uh, some 16-year-old guy. Damn, 16 on 16-year-old violence will never end. It was 16 on 15, so that's pedophilia. Oh, yeah, pretty sus. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to the episode, just wasn't good. Uh... So there's really only two plots. Uh, you have the A plot, which is Stewie's plot, uh, about him trying to get some some pussy at the daycare. Yeah, some of that daycare. Uh, it's not. Uh, I'm not very comfortable with this episode. I don't like the part where uh, him and the girl were clearly naked under their naptime blankets. Oh, hey, let me tell you, it gets worse. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, is it time to uh, reveal our character to the world? Is it is this episode good enough or should we wait? Uh You know the one. You know what? what? I, we've been waiting for this for so long. I think this is our moment. Alright. So, um this is Joe and I's first project actually. Pre predating the Family of Funny cast. Um by by months, I think. I, I think it's, dude, it's been more about months. I think it might have been almost a year. Let me see if I can find the first time that someone typed the words. I, I don't want to say it yet. Um, yeah, wait wait till the review. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we are planning a show um, similar to Family Guy, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm looking... I'm, <laughs> we were talking about this back in... Jan or July of last year, so this is almost over a year oh. old. Oh my! God. Yeah, we started uh, the one year June twenty fifth. So over a year now. Wow. Yeah. Um, we're working on a little show called Horny Baby. Um, it takes place starring a horny baby himself. Um, who, as the title might imply, he's one a baby. And two, he's horny. Um, he is very horny. Yeah. So, I mean, I've heard some people compare it to Family Guy. I think that's a little, that's a little rude uh, to disrespect our creative process. However, since this is a Family Guy podcast, to put it into terms that uh, you Family Guy stands would understand. Uh, horny Baby is going to be kind of like a mashup character between uh, Brian and Stewie. Uh, he has Stewie's babiness uh, and horniness and also Brian's horniness. And the uncomfortable reality of the fact that uh, Brian is a dog who's having sex with humans. And Horny Baby, you have to deal with the uncomfortable fact that this baby is have, trying to have sex with fully grown women. And not only is he trying to, he's done it before. Yeah, and uh, you know, we, have a, we have a lot of other great characters playing like a wheelchair baby, uh, black baby, uh, crossover with a hit indie game black baby. Yeah, well, that one is... We're still in discussions about that one, but we... They're getting pretty favorable. Yeah. Um, so I, th I think we can officially announce the Horny Baby, Black Baby crossover. Mm-hmm. And we can't forget Vietnam Baby, who... he Similarly to Wheelchair Baby, is in a wheelchair, but he's missing a leg, because he, he did lose it in Vietnam. He had it coming, though. Yeah, he, it, the war was long over, and he was just... 
Yeah. He was just it was, in it was, Vietnam. It was 1982. It was 1982. He was proclaiming victory over Vietnam and saying that, oh, we should have been there longer. It should have been there really longer. We should, have, we should have made the deserts glow. Yeah, and this he's not in there to glorify Vietnam at all. No. Also, he's not a Vietnamese baby. Right, right. We reckon we recognize that would be really problematic. And I mean, we could have a Vietnamese baby in the show. Like. Yeah, but we just won't call him Vietnam baby because <laughs> we not we're better than that, and we don't want to go there. Yeah, we've discussed this um, at length, and we just we don't feel comfortable. I mean, we already have black baby. And we're okay with that because we didn't create. Yeah, it. we didn't. We didn't come up with Black Baby, so you can't cancel us. Yeah, this is just like when uh, uh, when Marvel has those deals with like, you know, now they have the license to the Alien and Predator franchises, so they're gonna make comics of those, and you know they're gonna put those fucking characters in the main universe for some crossovers. Oh, definitely. That's that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Also, I could have just said Alien and Predator, because those are separate franchises anyway. I didn't need to bring the comics into this, or Marvel at all. But hey. Hey. We're making Horny Baby. It's true, yeah. Uh, another collaboration that uh, we're excited to announce is we recently got in touch with the Chris Kyle estate. Uh, so we'll have American Sniper Baby in. Um, we already have a really funny scene where... Um, the cl- classic scene where uh, Chris Kyle is confronted with whether or not he needs to shoot this child... Uh, now it's going to be child-on-child violence, so it's justified. Yeah, yeah, it justified, and we can finally tackle that hardcore topic. Yeah, I just really think uh, what the world needs is a show about horny children. Um, you know, Seth MacFarlane tried it; uh, he's still trying it. Um, but we're just going to really, we're just going to really. Uh, I, I, I don't know what we're going to do. We're still working on our Bible. Yeah, the um, horny our Bible. Pitch Bible. Yeah, our horny baby pitch Bible. So, you know, this isn't finalized, and this is obviously not our final pitch, because we just... This was a spur-of-the-moment reveal, and as time goes on, we will have more information about horny baby. Um, but some of what you can expect from horny baby of the series is that horny baby does have a roommate. Um, and we, we've talked about this before. He yeah. does have a roommate who is an adult man. Mm-hmm. And so all the hijinks that a horny baby and an adult man can get into. And that sounds really weird. <laughs> and it's not what you're thinking. No. Not at all. So get that, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't some, like, some border town trash or that <laughs> weird Netflix cartoon. Big Mouth? All these, like, fa- No, not Big Mouth. I was thinking of, uh, they're caught, I think it's Paradise PD. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Also, Big Mouth is fucking disgusting, and we're not doing that. We're doing this for humor. We're not doing this so Nick Kroll can go jack off to the cartoons, the cartoon kids he created fucking each other. Why is there so much kids having sex in cartoons? Like, I don't know. Like, there are episodes of... There is one where Stewie... It cuts to Stewie... I don't remember the context, but Stewie's in his crib, and he wakes up naked next to a another baby and he's naked and it's it's a version of that scene in every every show and every movie where the character wakes up next to his one night stand he's like okay uh you getting out of here except it's funny because they're babies yeah but not really not at all no not at all yeah like family guy does it 
Big Mouth does it a lot. I mean, I get, I get it. The show's about puberty. You don't, you don't have to show the kid like fucking his pillow or whatever they did. Yeah, Nick fucking Nick Kroll, man. I don't, I do not like Nick Kroll. Yeah, Nick Kroll, suck it, nerd. Nick Kroll, more like Nick Droll, because I think he's really dry and actually Boring. not that, not that funny. Damn, really kick his ass, dude. Fuck yeah, he's never been burned as bad as I've burned him right here, right now. Mm-hmm. But horny baby is different. Yeah, hor- horny it- baby. Um, horny baby is not the the alpha. Um, unlike unlike the Family Guy funny cast, where we were the first people to ever uh, blaze this trail. Horny baby, it's not a trail we're blazing. It's a trail we're ending. We're finishing it here. We will be the definitive and final uh, horny <laughs> horny children show. Yes, and this is not a show for children. It's a show about children. No. This is very much a Fox TV 14 adult comedy. Yeah. I mean, we just thought, you know, Seth MacFarlane can do it. The Big Mouth guys can do it. Why can't we do it? Yeah, and um, one last surprise. Well, not last surprise, but we do have an, an Austin Powers-like character called Ra- Randy Baby. And he just well, walks in the scene and goes... Do I make you Randy, baby? And then he he leaves. Yeah, so I think you guys will really like it. Uh, if you're a fan of um, the Family Guy funny cast, Family Guy, Big Mouth, Gislaine Maxwell, uh, any of those, I think you'd really enjoy the show. Yeah. So please keep on the lookout. We will be making uh, some promotional accounts for this on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, uh, you, and- sh- you should see the pilot on Netflix um, probably about six months from now. We're still in relatively early stages. Uh, but Adult Swim's actually already greenlit the pilot, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's none of this none of this Mr. Pickles shit either. This is a real ass show. Hell yeah. Wait, what is Mr. Pickles not a real show? I mean it is, but it fucking sucks. Oh it's, it's terrible. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Damn, drag him. Drag him. I've been dragging that show since the day I watched the pilot. <laughs> I don't remember why I did, and I. It is so bad. That show got multiple seasons. Damn. So if that show can get multiple seasons, I think Horny Baby can at least get like, fourteen seasons. Yeah, it's just gonna get syndicated. Hell yes. Uh, this episode also had some pretty important lore ramifications, if I if I say so. Yeah. Uh, first things first, this is the first appearance of the evil monkey in Chris's closet. Uh, even I, a family guy plebeian, knows that this is a recurring bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the f- I don't know how much it occurs in these first three seasons, past his first appearance, but who boy do they run him into the fucking ground after the cancellation. Woohoo! Whoa. Well, well, we'll get to that when we get to it. Um... Another thing about the war implications is uh, in a previous episode, I can't remember exactly this one, uh, Stewie expresses a desire to be gay. However, in this one, he's clearly in a uh, heterosex... He wants to be in a heterosexual relationship with another baby. So, it's a little mixed messaging. Um, I don't know. Well, much like the human experience itself is a constant journey of self-discovery and rediscovery and re-rediscovery, Stewie is finding himself. Mm. And as a baby, he has plenty of time before he realizes that he feels one way or the other. It's true. 
He also has extra time considering he'll be a baby for at least the next 20 years. Yeah, he has plenty of time to figure out if he's gay or not, and he will. Hell yeah. Probably, like, season five or something. Probably, yeah. We'll get back to when it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I also listened to, like, a Sad Boy remix of Family Guy that used scenes from this episode. No shit. Yeah. Can you, can you link can I, to it? Yeah, I was gonna find it before we started, but I kind of forgot. Let me find it. Um, Family Guy Sad Edit. Um, is this it? I hope so. No, this is about the scene in the vault or whatever. Is it this Dang. one? This is the same episode. Uh, actually, Brian. there's also a couple of Brian dying in this one. Uh, Alright, this is the last no. one. If I don't find it here, then I'll give it up. Okay, I can't find it, but I'll, I'll find it later. Okay, yeah, no rush. I like in the comments for this video for a sad edit Family Guy. Someone said, Family Guy is comedy, but this, this episode made me cry. Why did this actually make me cry? I can't stop crying. The ones who love us never truly leave us. Albus Dumbledore from Harry Potter. Oh, that's so sad. And then someone said, Brian dies in literally every freaking episode. <laughs> Which is not true. Brian hasn't died once yet. No, he has not. God, I can't wait. I, I can't, can't wait to, to put watch that, that dog smug, down. smug, liberal, atheist, white, burn in hell. atheist, burn in hell, white, snoopy, mother fucking dog fly down the street mm-hmm. I can't wait till his broken and crumbled body hits the ground and he looks up and realizes not only that there is a god but he's turned his back on that god and now in his time when he needs him most god is looking away god saw what he had created and he turned and left mm-hmm Speaking of that, you know what's fucked up? Do you know who Nick Wojciechek is? Probably not. He's this, I think he's Australian guy who was born without arms or legs. Uh, and he just has like, uh, like, stumps at the end that like he can kind of oh, move. yeah. And I he's like a motivational speaker. Okay, yeah. At my school, we watched this movie called The Butterfly Circus with him in it. Probably five or six times. Actually, it's not even a movie. It's like a short. Um... And the one part I remember distinctly is there's this, like, guy. He's, like, a circus guy who's, like, running the freak show or whatever. He's, like, look at the men that even God himself has abandoned. <laughs> and they show it just, like, every single year. And then sophomore year, we had to write a paper comparing him to Frankenstein. To Frankenstein's monster. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucked up. Like, Nick Wojciechek is an actual living being who's still alive with feelings. And we're comparing him to this horrible... I mean, I mean, that's the, the point of Frankenstein is that he's not really a horrible monster. But, at least, like, a literal monster. I'm sorry, I'm just... I'm picturing... 
I'm just picturing him as a Frankenstein's monster now. <laughs> and this wasn't like a thing where it's like, wow, looking back, but that was really fucked up. It's like, no, everyone in my class, except for the teacher, is like, wow, this is kind of fucked up. This is really rude to this guy. Yeah, holy shit. What, what class was it? It was English class. We were reading Frankenstein. And then our teacher, like, showed us... She might have showed us the butterfly circus again, but she at least showed us, like, some TED Talk he did. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, write a paper comparing them. Dude, that is not okay. That might not be what she meant, but holy... Or whoever, but holy shit. Yeah, and, yeah, it might not would have been she actually <clears throat> meant, but, like, <laughs> that's how it comes across. Because, like, I, on paper, I get it. You compare... You know what? No. No, never mind. Because you have this this guy who is obviously human and he's just he's just missing his limbs. That is it. He's not a monster. He's just a man and a motivational speaker who has turned his his not deformity but his his disability, his situation into this, this bastion of positivity. And then you have Frankenstein uh, a, hor- a horrific amalgamation of different body parts from various Although, corpses. in the book it says he's kind of hot. Okay, that changes everything. But you do have this horrifying amalgamation who is kind of hot. Who, at his core, just wants love. But he's misunderstood and reviled by the community around him. And ultimately... And even his creator. And even his creator. Especially his creator. He's just betrayed by the actual Dr. Frankenstein. Because the monster was a man all along. But you do have this... That creature who is... Is he killed? I never actually read it. Uh, if I remember correctly, no, they chase him to the Arctic, where I think Frankenstein's monster captures Frankenstein, and then they live together there for, like, a little bit before they both die or some shit. Huh. Something like that. I know, like, the majority of the story is told as a flashback while Dr. Frankenstein is already up in the Arctic. Wow. For, yeah. Wow. I'm actually more shocked at how much I don't know about Frankenstein right now than I am that fucking disgusting thing your teacher had you do. <laughs> wow. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah. Frank- Dr. Frankenstein dies, and then right where the monster's around, and he's like, he tells the other guy, he's like, yeah, he's dead, but I don't feel any better, and then he leaves. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. pretty fucked up. That is so fucked up. Why don't we turn this from that into uh, some the references. references? The hell right. yeah! So the references are well. First things first. Damn it, Janet itself is a reference to um, Rocky Horror Show. Is that the Rocky name of Ho- it? Yeah, the Rocky Horror Mountain Picture Show. Yeah, the Rocky Horror Mountain Picture Oyster Show. Um. Yeah, I was just informed this uh, seconds before recording. I didn't. I didn't realize this. Uh, anyway, yeah. next reference is to another one bites the dust. Uh, by Queen, the band Hanson, uh, the Cat in the Hat, specifically the movies, Bewitched, mm. Escape from Witch Mountain. I assume the 1975 and not the uh, 2009 one that come out nine years after this episode. Yeah, this is this is Family Guy, not The Simpsons. There's no presence yeah. here. The practice, Tinkerbell. Deep Impact, Morgan Fairchild, 
uh, Winston Churchill, Julia Roberts, and the Flintstones. The ones we've chosen to explain today are Escape from Witch Mountain. It's a 1975 fantasy kids movie based off the 1968 book of the same title, which was made, produced by Disney. It was a huge success, and they later remade it in 2009, starring The Rock. Uh, you, you've probably seen the meme template that's come from it, you know. Oh, that's what that's from. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I, I, think I, that. I think I've seen it on Disney Channel or some shit, but I don't remember much about it. Like the, the kids are like aliens or whatever, or they're like they have psychic powers, and everyone hates them because of that. I hate them because of that. What was that? I hate them because of that. Yeah, God, I wish I had psychic powers. Can you just imagine? And I don't want to get too deep into this, but can you just imagine how cool having psychic powers would be? Let's take about like five seconds to just ruminate in by ourselves in our minds how cool that would be. All right. <laughs> All right, that was pretty cool. Yeah, oh my! Wow, I didn't know I could do that. That'd be so sick. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm using my psychic powers to conjure up the next reference, which is Bazinga, Bazingi, Morgan Fairchild. Uh, she's an American actress. She started in the soap opera Search for Tomorrow in 1973. She has multiple cameos in shows like Murphy Brown, which you mentioned on a previous episode, Friends, which I'm sure you sure you've heard of. Uh, even if you don't actually have any friends, it's okay. You can still watch it and pretend. Uh, yeah, she actually won a Grammy for Guest Actress in Morgan or in Murphy Brown. She did, huh? Yeah. Wow. Hey, good for her. Wait. That's quite a feat. Not a Grammy. Grammys are music. Um, an Oscar? Emmy. An Emmy? Emmy, yeah, Emmys. I should have said Tony before to keep you on your feet, but no, it's an Emmy. <laughs> I know who Tony is. Don't worry about that. Oh, yeah, you would. Mm-hmm. What's that supposed to mean? I genuinely don't know. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, she was just, like, a sex symbol actress at the time, which explains Peter's comment about her. Mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of sex sim- symbol actresses through the times. Not many really get remembered, though. Like, who are, like, historical sex symbols? Like Marilyn Monroe. Um, Marilyn Monroe, Susan Sarandon, who, I don't care who you are, is still a sex symbol. Good Ooh. lord. Um, Catherine the Great. Yeah, didn't she, like, fuck a horse, allegedly? Yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's an urban legend that she died trying to fuck her horse. Oh, um, damn, it killed her, like a Mr. Hand situation, Rip. Actually, no. Uh, it's that there, the harness, a harness is holding the horse up, but it broke and crushed her. What? Wait, why did the horse need to be held up by a harness? Um, there is a lot of reasons, but mostly so that I would imagine so it couldn't run around and kick her and stomp on her. No, dude, that horse is getting pussy. He's fine. He's chilling. It's true, but you also got to account for Mister Hands. True. And I don't. I don't care who you are, but a horse. I'm sure to a horse, a hole is a hole. Yeah. So don't don't give me that Mister Hands's butthole is not a pussy shit. Because I don't. I'm not here to hear it. <laughs> I wonder if horses even enjoy having sex with humans. Because like, 
From what I understand, like, horse vaginas are pretty long to accommodate their massive horse cocks. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, it'd be like just, like, sticking the tip in, tip in some water, you know, like. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna say probably not. Damn, those poor horses. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Mr. Hands killed a guy because of it. <laughs> no, Mr. Hands was killed. Sorry, I was thinking of, I have uh, <laughs> Catherine the Great on my mind, and I'm, I'm fucking Randy. Oh, yeah. Alright, final reference is The Flintstones. It's a 1960-66 Hanna-Barber cartoon. It was the first cartoon to ever have a primetime TV slot. Um, it was also connected, it's supposed to be in the same world as The Jetsons, another famous, iconic Hanna-Barber cartoon. Yeah, The Jetsons um, takes place in the far future, and they cross over. I think The Jetsons go back in time somehow. Yeah. And then, um, this is important because Seth MacFarlane worked at Hanna-Barber before working on Family Guy. Uh, and they give a little special credit saying, like, because they show the Flintstones, like, thanks to Hanna-Barber for letting us have this. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So yeah, those uh. are the references for this episode. Yeah, I'm about to God... Bless you and God bless me. Thank you. God bless us, everyone. Mm-hmm. Dude, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't tell you about this because I knew I had to save this for the pod. But what was it? I think two. Yeah, two days ago, one of the worst things that has happened to me in recent memory occurred. Tell me about it. Okay, so I I bought a cart. Like a uh, like a, a THC card. I'm pretty oh, sure I was, is. I was thinking a shopping cart. Oh no, never. You can steal those. <laughs> and like, I'm pretty sure it's like dirty oil. Um, but that's besides the point. I'm not gonna hit it again. But I took one hit. I got smacked. I was coughing my lungs out. Fast forward, I think like an hour, and there's this big ass bug on my wall. And Whoa. I I hate bugs in my room. Like when I, I will go out my way to kill them when I can. And I'm like, okay. I need to hit this bug with something. I need, to t I need to kill it. I need to make sure I get it and just finish it. And I look around. The only thing close enough to me that I thought, like, would maintain the necessary rigidity to kill it um, was this box of of um, mini saltines that I've had just chilling in my room. I don't even eat them. They've just been here for, like, three months at this point. You haven't I eaten any of them? I mean, some of them. Okay. Yeah, it's like, oh, if I ever have soup, I'm strapped up. God, dude, I would, I would suck off Seth MacFarlane for some saltines, no matter when or where. Well, 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 I might have a job for you later. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I see this, I see this fly, this, it wasn't a fly, it was a big bug, I'm like, alright, I'm gonna fucking kill it. I grabbed the box of saltines, full force slam it into the, against the bug into the bug against the wall and the box of saltines explodes <laughs> saltines went everywhere <laughs> saltines went literally this was a not quite in the middle of my room it's a little bit off to the right went all the way to the right almost all the way to the left uh went right across the top of my bed uh my desk, one, one saltine landed in my printer. <laughs> and there's just a ton of salt, broken, 
I, mostly they stayed in shape actually, which was worse because they were so big. I got this little little vacuum, like hand vacuum. They were too big to be sucked up properly. It's bigger the big gun vacuum. And I just wanted to fucking kill myself, dude. I hated it so much. <laughs> and that is so fucking good. There's definitely still saltines I missed, too, because I'm sure someone went behind my desk, and it's like there's like, like maybe like half an inch of space behind my desk, so I can't get in there and do anything about it. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess they'll just be chilling until I have a reason to move my desk, and then I'll get them. Yeah, no, they're fine down there. It's okay. Right, you don't gotta do that. Okay, Unless cool. you, uh... Those might spawn some other big bugs, so I would I would be careful. <laughs> it's, it's true. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you stumbled upon the key to making a big bug spawner, like in <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> Eat your heart out, bitch. I just invented spontaneous generation. They worked God so hard damn. trying to prove it. But look at me. I'm proving it. I'm proving it. Hey, I'm proving over here. I'm proving over here. God, I wish I was Italian. Oh, wait. Don't. <laughs> Don't what? Don't say things you can't take back. I am Italian. That's the joke. What? I've been Italian this whole time. <sighs> okay. I, I need to... I don't, I don't know if I can do this anymore, but... Okay, let's finish the episode. Okay. Alright. Hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm English myself. Um, not by birth. Good. But by heritage. Not heritage. Uh, <laughs> genetics? Ethnicity? Wait. Yeah, I guess ethnicity. I don't know. Oh, probably ethnicity. I just mean... You know, I do mean heritage. Uh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm just... It's white all the way down. Yeah, I'm like white all the way down, but I have, I have a few variations of white, so uh, technically I'm a POC, right? You, yeah, you are a person of varying shades. <laughs> yeah, I go in the sun, I turn red. Yeah. Then Yeah, then you're a person of color. Hell yeah. Let's see, person of varying shades. Yeah, you're not a POC, you're a POVS. Oh, You're a, okay. you're a POVS. No nope. point of view, sex. That's right. My point of view, it's always been sex. Yes, it's sex all the way down. I'm gonna bust. I'm gonna bust. I'm finna bust. I'm finna bust. Speaking of busting, yeah. Do you, what was your favorite gag? Favorite joke? <clears throat> uh, I have them written down. Let me check. Uh, one I really liked was um, when Stewie, who I wrote down as Stevie in my notes. <laughs> this is not Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> he gets hit on the head by uh, Leonard when he, when he goes down the slide and another kid hits him on the head. That was funny. Um, I like how Lois told her kids, don't trust Whitey. <laughs> Just pretty funny because Lois is pretty racist. Yeah, like, Lois, Lois, Lois' family, I'm not going to say directly benefited from slavery, because I don't have the war evidence to prove that yet. But, what I will say is, if they didn't directly, they definitely indirectly benefited off slavery and segregation in America. 
Yeah, there will be there will be some revelations in a future episode. Oh shit! I'm like, yeah, like a lot of white people implicitly benefit from the existence of a of a racial white white state. Um, but no, they were directly they like they were probably like selling slaves or buying slaves, you know. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, Lois's dad ran the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh... I'm sorry, I just got caught up in thinking about, um, the Italian thing. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to ruin your day like that. It's okay, it's not day anymore, it's almost bedtime. That's true. But my favorite gag, um, and this has been the case for <laughs> probably about ten years now, um is when Peter uses his free flights to go to Kentucky to meet the colonel from KFC. <laughs> that that was a running gag with me and some friends um, back in senior year of high school. So not quite ten years, but almost. <laughs> and that's really depressing for me to say. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. It's been like, it's been a fucking millennium since I was in high school. It, uh, it has been... <clears throat> A little bit over a year for me. God, this age gap is so weird, huh? <laughs> it's it's pretty freaked up. Yeah, if, if we were on like an R slash relationships post, they'd be all break break up with a red flag, red flag, red flag. What red are flag, you doing flag, making a gap. podcast with someone ten years younger than you? <laughs> it's okay. He's he's nineteen. It's fine. It's legal. It's okay. He's mature for his age. He's really smart and mature for his age. He doesn't act like a nineteen year old nineteen year old at all. Are you grooming but yeah, me? But, what? what? Are you, you grooming me? I am I think you've been Are you grooming me? Hey, you hey. are grooming me. How? I don't know, but I'll I'll find something to pin on you, I swear to swear on God. Oh shit. Not on God. You're the one that started this Family Guy shit. <laughs> no, you came up with this. You said we should start a Family Guy podcast as a joke. And I said, all right. No, I think. Yeah. That's I how think it happened. Should... Are you gaslighting me? No, I'm not. This is actually what happened. I remember. I was in, like, I was in class. It was either, like, the first or second class of, of a second semester. I remember I checked my phone during a break, and we were talking about it, and it was your idea. Mm. My memory's really bad. I should probably see a brain doctor. Yeah, you probably should. That's fine. I'm sure it was all just the, the years of crippling depression. But that's fine. Dude, do you know depression causes <clears throat> memory loss? What the fuck? I gotta go see a doctor. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, Peter in Kentucky, the KFC worker, the, just the redneck. What's the matter with you? I say you, he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Peter's just continuous, exasperated looks at him. Oh my god, it's it's like the perfect... Not the perfect joke overall in all of comedy, but holy this shit. Is it. This is the peak, boys. This is No, this is actually peak comedy. I take it all back. This is peak <laughs> comedy. Nah, man, he did. Yeah, that's it. 
<laughs> I'm gonna no, you know, I'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch that clip right now. Okay. Right. Uh, I have another observation with the episode. In the beginning, Stewie has a sick ass fight scene, but if someone actually slammed Stewie's head against like a metal was he slammed against the like the top of the train? I don't exactly remember. But anyway, his fucked up gremlinoid head would definitely like shatter like an egg. A hundred percent. Yeah, it depends on where you hit him. If you landed a good blow on Suey right in, like the tip of his head, you could you could probably just kill him instantly. I feel like. Yeah, I like, like that is a structural weak point in his skull. That's true. Is that where his soft spot is? Oh shit! Yeah, he has two soft spots on each side instead of on the top. That's why he didn't die when Leonard bonked him on the head. That's his superpower. He's moving his soft spot. Tactical. Holy shit. Imagine if, like, you woke up one day and you had a superpower. But at, but you didn't find it out until one day you scratched your head and you're, like, you're, you're scratching your scalp and then your fingers, like, kind of go in a little bit. And you're like, huh, that's weird. And then, like, an hour or so later you scratch that same spot again. But it's hard again. And then you, but another spot gets itchy, and then your hand sinks into there, and then you, you kind of feel around a bit, and then you go back to that spot, nothing happens, and then you pick a random spot on your head, and your fingers sink in, and then you realize that you are actually moving that soft spot around. <laughs> they have pretty good power. It gave me a free soft spot. I've always and wondered how soft is the soft spot on a baby? Because like, I'm not about to press it and find out. Because like, what if it's really soft? But like. You know, you get me, like, is it, like, really soft, or is it, like, a little bit softer, or, like? I don't know. Like, like I've, I've always been curious Is it just, like, a weak also. point on the baby, where, like, it should avoid getting hit? Or is this, like, I could press this and, like, cause this baby to have brain damage soft? Um, I think it's definitely that kind of soft, because you don't want to be messing with it. I mean, I'm not. How soft is the soft spot on baby head? Well, it's okay uh, to touch it gently. What happens if you touch the soft spot? Um, uh, you touch it gently, it's fine. Prove it. Touch a baby's soft spot right now, dude. Okay, well, I don't know any babies, but... <laughs> Why not? I'll have some something to report on next week's episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, according to this, you can definitely touch it, but yeah. I'm going to. I will also have something to report about next episode. Yeah, next time you're at the yeah next time you're at the grocery store. Yeah, when I see um, a baby. Yes, the find the family who's taking their less <laughs> their than less three than month three old month, old month old baby into a grocery store during the middle of a pandemic. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know they're out there; they don't have any choice. Oh, I mean, hey, a cor- apparently the mortality rate for kids is pretty low, so he's probably fine, right? Right. Yeah, the soft spot protects him. Yeah, you just put a mask on him. You know, it'll be fine. Yeah, and then... Actually, you don't even need one, because you have the two soft spots. And those will come together to form a membrane in the body that is just like a uh, N95 mask. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Wait, what is this? Okay. Sorry, I, I got scared for a second. I stopped recording. Where is where is the soft spot? Do I have one? Fuck. 
Uh, the got... answer is no. I I did the science. I don't have a soft spot. Thank God. I'd be really worried about you if you did. I know it, sometimes it seems like I do have one, considering how... Fucking dumb you are. Yeah. Between how, between how fucking dumb I am and how much I can't speak good. But, no, trust me. I don't have a soft spot. I'm just dumb as hell. Hell yes. Okay, so... This is not related. This is a real non-sequitur here. But something that's been weighing on my heart lately a little bit. Um, I want to get your opinion on it. Okay. So, in middle school, we got a new uh, headmaster of our school, and his wife was my 8th grade Bible teacher. Right? Okay, well, I just need to stop you there and say that normal schools don't have headmasters. This isn't fucking Hogwarts. But continue. They normal schools also don't have Bible classes. That's true. You got me there. Anyway, so his wife was really nice. Uh, she was a pretty good teacher. I enjoyed her. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but this guy, uh, he's only around at the school for two years, and he suddenly leaves, right? And they end mm-hmm. up putting in a, a new guy who's the acting headmaster, and they never found a replacement for him. And this would inevitably lead to the financial collapse of my high school, but whatever. Damn. Um, turns out that uh, the old headmaster was embezzling money from our school. Oh no! And I don't. I, from what I understand, the school didn't ever take any legal action on him because it might have been like some loophole where, like, technically, it wasn't a crime, but he was. This, this wasn't right. And yeah. So, late, but that's not the important part. Lately, I've been thinking like. Was, was, the, was his wife, was my Bible teacher, did she actually care about us? Like, was she actually nice to us because she liked us? Or is this all just part of one massive embezzlement scheme? So I tracked her down, uh, online, you know, because it's, it's pretty easy. Uh, I found her LinkedIn, I, fa- I found a page she made for the new school she's at. Um, uh, new school. What was that? New school, those fucking bastards. Mm-hmm. So, like, should I message her be like, hey... You probably don't remember me, but I was in 8th grade Bible class with me. Your husband stole a ton of money from the school. Uh, did you ever actually care about us in the word of God, or is this all just a scam? <laughs> I I personally don't see how anything can go wrong with that. I mean, what's she going to do? Like, like oh, oh, when I come to your college to steal their money, you're in a ton of trouble. <laughs> You're next, motherfucker. Um, yeah, I think you should send it exactly as you uh, dictated it to me. Alright. Because not only is will that get to the point of what you're trying to get across, um, I think it will tug at her heartstrings and make her do some uh, introspection, make her think about, man, did I really like those kids, or did I say fuck them kids and just want the the school money? Yeah, want that, want that sweet school money. This was also right at the time when the school started taking in a lot more international students. So they're probably making some good money from them. Oh. Oh, no fucking doubt. Yeah. Not enough to save the school, though, because they were uh, $150 million in debt this year. I cannot even fathom that much money. Oh, wait. Let, oh, wait. let alone a school having that much money. I know it's a private school, but... Were they, wait, were they actually in debt with that much? Did I add a zero there? <laughs> did, my uh, big, did my big soft spot brain add some, add some <laughs> extra numbers? 
Oh no, the soft uh, spot moved to the brain. They might have only been a million and a half dollars. I might have added a few zeros there. Oh, that is check. quite been, a few zeros. It's still a ton of money, though. They've been sending oh, me those begging for cash. Movie. Did they start uh, a GoFundMe? Can I donate? It's, it's already closed, I think. They made the money somehow. And they still closed? No, no, no. They're, they're open for another year. They just fired my mom. Oh, oh. That's eh, fine. Yeah, she can embezzle from another school. <laughs> my mom wasn't embezzling. Well, then... Why is she there? Yeah, why was she there? Sounds like that's just where you go if you want to do that. <laughs> this is just the school where you go and you want to line your pockets a little bit. That that sounds like what everyone mm-hmm. said about my community college I went to. <laughs> was that the embezzlement spot? No, but I rarely saw teachers very often. Oh, okay. it, was, it was only when I, I went back and started taking it seriously that I saw more than a couple teachers I recognized. It was weird. It's like, where the fuck... Where, where did you all go? <laughs> yeah, sounds a little weird. Where'd you go? Why'd you leave me? Come back. I wasn't done with you. Damn. We're not done yet. We're not done playing yet. Why'd you leave me, Dr. W? Uh, I feel that way. Mm-hmm. I understand. I actually... All those professors that I never saw again, I mostly fucking hated. So, <laughs> balances out. Hell yeah. They were complete fucking morons. Fucking Moranus. Fucking Rick Moranuses, fucking Babingos. Fuck you guys. Fuck you, I'm out of here. Uh, is there anything else about the episode that you, uh, think is, uh, pertinent? Um, I like the name of the daycare was Hugs and Kisses, in parentheses, the good kind, daycare. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, pedophilia, uh, I think, I think I'll, I think I'll, I'm not gonna say it'll always be funny, <laughs> but people always make jokes about it, I'll say that. Yeah, as long as there's pedophilia, there will be jokes about it. Yeah. Um, Dude, did you know that the, uh, Yandere dev guy is, is a map? Uh, I know what that is, but I don't think Adam does, can you define that for him? <laughs> Uh, a map or yonder dev map. He can he can fill in the minor on the ones. minor attracted person. Oh no, I believe yeah. it. But oh no, I mean, I don't think he. I I saw saw one person saying he might have done something, but I couldn't find any more proof about that. Uh, like actually done anything to anyone underage, but he was talking about like how if a fourteen year old kid passed the uh, like some sort of test that proves that they're ready for sex. They should be able to have sex then. What test? Like, is he just gonna go around to high schools administering this thing? <laughs> yeah, that's his fallback career. Because game game development doesn't work. Game development is clearly not working for him. That dude. Trying to get that pedophile money. Yeah, I mean it's working. <laughs> I guess. 
But man, that dude cannot develop a game to save his fucking life. He cannot code. You could put it... You could threaten him and say, hey, I need this code for this thing in one week. And, like, it could be the simplest fucking task. Like, it could just be something to automate... uh, Automate some simple process. Like, Audacity... uh, Fucking background noise reduction. Automate that for me. I'm assuming that's simple. I don't fucking know. I'm not a coder. And he would not do it. (laughs) That week would pass, and he would just have spent six of the seven days jerking off on uh, on Faku or whatever. Playing with a sex doll. Yeah, and then he'll be like, oh shit! I I had a thing to do, and I did not do it. And then he... Is that is that what does he sound like? I have no idea. I don't want to know. I don't think his voice is that deep. Make it a lot higher pitched. Uh, oh no! I imagine his voice kind of sounds like the incel voice we were doing. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that he's an incel. I'm, I would I would never accuse him of being an incel. I would never accuse another human male of being an incel. Okay, but. if I'm calling you an incel, it's because you did some incel shit. Right, and you're an incel. But I would never... You might have an incel voice. Yeah, and you might... You might kind of sound like this. Did I show you a video in the last week of an incel that sounded exactly like that? (laughs) No. I think you mentioned it. Okay, Uh, yeah, that's what it was. playing Dota or something. Yeah, yeah, it was just that fucking... Dude in Dota sounded exactly like our... Oh, yes! Oh my god, that's... This is not a relatable segment at all. But there was a dude in our game of Dota who was on our team and he was in the voice chat and he was yelling at us I don't know what the fuck he was saying I could only hear his voice but not what he was saying and he sounded exactly like our incel impressions from last week it was uncanny it was like somebody (laughs) took a voice it was like somebody made a soundboard of what we said last week and put it onto a bot and set that bot loose in a Dota so we would run into it. <laughs> and also be fucking mean to us. And also be really... F- he hurt my feelings, dude. I muted him pretty quick. I think I muted him before he started talking. I, I cried. He said hurtful things towards me. Probably. <sighs> I can't believe he's done that. Yeah, if anyone's gonna do that, it's gonna be randoms on Twitter. Hell yeah. So yeah, uh, really is there any, if there's not anything else you want to say with the episode, I think that about does it. No, that that does it for this instance of the Family Guy Funny Cast. Woo 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 woo! All right, uh, thank you everyone for listening. This has been episode twenty-two, right? Episode 22 of the Family Episode Guy Funnycast. Tw- oh, yep. Uh, thank you for listening. You can find me at FinchGod on Twitter. You can find me at Waterslap. You can find podcasts at Family Guy Funnycast. Wait, what's the Twitter handle? <laughs> what's the actual? At FG Funnycast. Yeah, you can find us on pretty much everything. Uh, if you can't find us, let us know. Uh, we'll see if we can get on it. 